Good morning and welcome to our Daily Word and Prayer. I'm Tom Short and so glad to have you along on this Sunday morning, October 25th. If you're new here, welcome. I hope you'll subscribe, hit the notify button and be with us regularly. And if you're back regularly, day by day, God bless you. We believe that to get in the Word of God, to be disciplined, committed, consistent, that those aspects of, that's what builds God's Word, God's truth, that's what builds faith into our lives. That's what builds love and character into our lives as we give God the, that opportunity every day, bit by bit by bit, step by step, to be building His truth into our lives. Just a quick follow-up from yesterday. There's a, there were a number of questions that came from my discussion on freedom, tyranny, and the vaccines. And I've learned a lot in the last 24 hours. And even I've, I'm pretty well educated on these things, but still I learned a lot more and have had some good conversations. I will be following up on that this week, maybe tomorrow or later this week. I haven't decided exactly. We are in the midst of a series why people walk away from the faith. But I do want to follow up on this and answer some of the questions that were raised for me. Until then, I will say this. If you are facing issues with losing your job over vaccinations, I would encourage you that uh, one thing that I learned a lot about yesterday was religious exemptions. And I evidently, they depending on which state you're in or where you're at, you have a lot more rights there than I realized and it's not been fully tested in the courts yet, but it seems like there's some good cases that that um, that could go our way. So if you're facing this, let me encourage you to look up and find um, uh, Alliance Defending Freedom and contact them for help and guidance on what you should do, or the Thomas More Foundation, another legal organization, or the or the Liberty Institute. It's three three of them: Alliance Defending Freedom, Thomas More, or the Liberty Institute. And any of those can provide you with help and guidance on your religious rights and religious exemptions from needing to take the vaccine if that's something you're interested in. Again, my point is this. I'm not telling you to take it. I'm not telling you not to take it. I'm telling you to do your research. Figure out what you believe and and stand your ground. It's your body, your choice, and you have choices and, and so forth. And I do believe this is a freedom issue. I don't believe people ought to be talking. I hope you don't ask me what I've done. And I, I don't want to ask you what you've done. This is this is your decision. And I don't, th- you know, there's so many, many of these things that are supposed to be private. And this, I believe, should be as well. Well, we like to talk about churches on Sundays. And this morning, I'd like to, re- I'd like to, our verse for the day, I'd like to start in John chapter 4. Jesus was evangelizing the woman at the well. And she, when she realized he was a prophet, she had a question for him. Our father, John 4, verse 20, Our fathers worshipped in this mountain, and you people say that in Jerusalem is the place where men ought to worship. Jesus said to her, Woman, believe me, an hour is coming when neither in this mountain nor in Jerusalem will you worship the Father. You worship what you do not know. We worship what we know, for salvation is from the Jews. But an hour is coming, and now is, when the true worshipers will worship the Father in spirit and truth. For such people the Father seeks to be his worshipers. God is spirit, and those who worship him must worship in spirit and truth. I like this idea that God is seeking something. I mean, God has everything. He's got the universe. 
He's got all he, you'd think he'd have, he has all, he's content. He's got all he wants, but still he's seeking something. He's seeking you. He's seeking me. He's seeking people. He's seeking people who will worship him in spirit and truth. Now, I happen to believe everybody worships. I don't think there's anyone out there who doesn't worship. And when I think of worship, my the definition I work on, you know, one definition certainly is to give homage and reverence to a deity. And so an atheist may claim he doesn't. But in a generic or broader sense, I believe everyone worships because it's part of the human condition. I think of worship as a declaration of worthiness, a declaration of what is really worthwhile, what is really important, what matters. We worship God. We declare that God is the ultimate value. We declare that God is of ultimate value. We declare that God is worthy of praise, honor, and glory. And so we worship. We make the declarations of worthiness about the living God. Others worship idols. They, they declare that uh, some other idol or something uh, man-made, something they carved, may be worthy of ultimate devotion and praise. I see I have on, on here today people from India, a land filled with idols, and they don't mind calling them idols, and they worship idols, stones, trees, uh, carvings, paintings. Uh, they go in temples made with man's hand and filled with images and paintings and, and, and carvings of that made by the hands of man, and they worship these and believe that these are deities, these, these idols, they reflect deities that they are to worship. We here in America are less likely to do that, but we may worship and declare of ultimate worth, ultimate worthiness, money or pleasure or, or someone who's highly achieved or knowledge or science we may worship. All, everybody, every human being has something that they declare to be the ultimate, worthy of their devotion, worthy of their praising them, worthy of their seeking. Now, God seeks those who worship him in spirit and truth. Spirit, because God is spirit, says here in verse 24. God is spirit. We don't praise idols. We don't, it's a spiritual matter. They were all caught up here in John 4. Is it this mountain, this place, that place? Where do you worship? And Jesus said, an hour is coming when it's not going to be in this place or that. That's not what matters. Because God is spirit. God is omnipresent. God is with us wherever we are, and we, we spiritually worship God. You don't need to see anything. You don't need to touch anything. God is spirit, and we worship, a, and we worship in spirit. We don't have to see him. We don't have to touch him, an idol or anything of this nature. But we also worship in truth. And here again, it's important that, that we not redefine what God is like, even those of us who would not believe in idolatry, even those of us who claim to be Christian and are Christian, that we not redefine God. I face this so often. It, this is a human condition, and let's not think that Christians are immune from it. Recreating God or redefining God in our own image, making him what we want him to be. There are things in the Bible that some people are just real clear, well, I don't like that. <laughs> Even people who claim to believe the scriptures. Well, I don't like that. I don't like a God like that. I prefer a God like this. Well, that's idolatry. That's idolatry. We, we worship God in truth. 
we receive him for who he is. If we don't like what we see about God in the scripture, then we don't say he's wrong or the scripture's wrong. We do a little heart check ourselves and say, what's wrong with me that I'm not honoring, worshiping God in truth? Because he seeks those who will worship him in spirit and in truth. How do we find out the truth of God? Well, ultimately, you know, you don't find it through walking through the woods, looking at the stars, or standing by the seashore. Although those can be awe-inspiring moments that cause us to draw near to God and think about God's omniscience or omnipotence or, um, excuse me, omnipotence or um, omniscience or infiniteness. The way we really find out what God is like is through the scriptures. God has given us the Bible. You want to know God? You got to get in the Bible. You got to read the word. You got to discover what the scripture says about God. We don't make up our own, our own ideas. We don't just bring together a little bit of our own philosophy, a little bit of our own experience and some songs we might have liked, some movie we might have liked, uh, uh, a good sermon we might have liked, and kind of come up with what we kind of like and say this is what we believe our God to be. Mm -mm. No, no. What we do is we worship in spirit and we worship in truth. We receive the God revealed to us in the scripture and the God demonstrated, seen, uh, revealed in the life of our Lord Jesus Christ. That's who we worship. And we worship him with all of our heart. We exalt him. He is worthy to receive glory, honor, and power. Now, I might add, when you worship God, it blesses you because God lifts you up. Why does God seek worshipers? Well, he, seek, he knows everybody worships, but he seeks those who worship him in truth. I mean, imagine if you, I, I imagine, I'll just say with myself, if someone were one to praise me and said, boy, that Tom, isn't he? He's, he is an awesome trumpet player. He's just tremendous on the guitar. I said, well, I don't play the guitar or the trumpet. You're not talking about me here. There are some things you can like about me, but you can't say I'm a good guitar player because I can't, I can't do the guitar. I can't do the trumpet. You're not, you're not honoring me or praising me in truth. Or, or if you... Uh, and, and likewise with God. If we honor God for something he didn't actually do, that's not honoring God. Or if we fail to honor him to the degree he's done. For instance, some people say, you know, God, it's interesting in Revelation, which I'll be teaching on in our church this morning. They worship, in Revelation 4.11, they worship God because it says, Thou art worthy to receive glory, honor, and power, for thou hast created all things. And for thy will, their pleasure, they existed. You know, a lot of people who say God, they, they, they say, well, God started evolution or God started the, the, the process or God initiated the Big Bang. Uh-uh. No, no. God created all that's seen and unseen, the heavens and the earth, the sea and all that's in them, stars, everything, you and me, six days. That's what we're told in the Bible. And to, get, and to give him less than that. I mean, what an awesome, awesome thing he's done. And to give him less than that, uh-uh. That's not worshiping him in truth. So our God knows we all worship. He wants us to worship him in truth. And when you do, you'll be lifted up. You'll be blessed. You, that's what you're created for, my friend. That's what you're made for. You'll find your true destiny, your true purpose, your true fulfillment, your true 
satisfaction in life as you're a person who worships God in spirit and truth. I, I hope your church will do that today. I trust mine will. Pray for me. Lift me up. I'll be teaching on true worship this morning in our church. And then next week, by the way, I'll be um, preaching on the campus, North Carolina State University. If you're down in Raleigh area, stop by out, out on uh, campus. I'm not sure exactly where the brickyard or over by the New Union somewhere. Uh, it's usually starting about noon. Anyway, let's pray. Father in heaven, hallelujah, we worship you. We delight to worship you in spirit and in truth. How we pray, Father, that we would be people that don't worship our own image of God, our own imagination of you. We don't have that freedom. We're, we're designed to worship. I pray we would not be idolaters. We live amongst people who hide their idolatry. Again, I think of India, Lord, where it's just right out in the open. Everybody has idols all over the place. Over here, Lord, in America, seems like we hide our idolatry. We, we don't like to call it idolatry. And yet, we confess, Lord, it's so easy to declare something other than you as of ultimate worth or declare someone less than you to be the true God. Help us, Father, to study your word carefully to receive and embrace what your word reveals about who you are, what you're like, your ways, your nature, your acts. And I pray, Lord, that we would be people caught up in awe. I pray we'd be people filled with praise. I pray we'd even be people who seek to imitate, be imitators of our God, because you are of great and ultimate worth. We love you, Lord. We declare you are our creator. You made us. You are worthy to receive praise and glory and honor for you've created all things. We know that the Lord, he is God. It is he that has made us, not we ourselves. We confess, Lord, we didn't come from some other form of life. We came because you made us. And we praise you also. Not only that you created us, you sustain the world. And we thank you that you redeem us in Jesus Christ. When we've gone astray in this world with all its corruption, in Jesus, you have brought redemption salvation, restoration, new life, and you're worthy of your praise. Thank you that this moment, at this moment in heaven, the angels and living creatures and the elders, they, 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 they never cease to say, holy, holy, holy is the Lord God, the Almighty. Might we be people who lift you up and praise you in a similar way. Take this day, Lord. I pray you bless our churches. I pray our churches will be houses of prayer. I pray our churches will be places of praise. I pray that, that each of us, Lord, that when we go and give you honor and give you praise and fellowship with the saints and learn, the, learn and are taught, and that we, we come out of that time better people, greater faith, greater love, greater courage, greater wisdom, more and more like Jesus Christ. Thank you, and we bless you, and we love you today. In Jesus' name we pray, amen, amen, and amen. Amen. Hey, God bless you. You have a great day today. Hope you can make it to the house of the Lord. God sees you there, and God sees you come here every day. I do believe that God sees you here. God knows you could be doing other things. There might be other stuff on YouTube that's funnier or more clever. I know that. But we're here to learn the Word of God every day. I hope it lifts up your spirit. I hope it encourages you. I hope it's a blessing to you. Share this with others. Let's grow our community and let's, be, let's pass and spread this blessing on to others. Again, I'll be here every day, 
I hope you will be too. I'll be here tomorrow, 8.30 a.m. Eastern Time. You can watch late anytime you want through the day. And you can also hear the podcast. If you're not able to tune into YouTube, you can download the podcast from Apple, Spotify, or Google platforms. And then you can listen on your own, okay? You have a blessed day. Be strong, be courageous, and we'll see you tomorrow morning. Bye-bye. Thank you.